0: View of the Capitol at Washington by Nathaniel Willis. Travel Collection. 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. View of the Capitol at Washington. There are many favorable points of view for this fine structure, standing, as it does, higher than the general level of the country. Besides those presented in the different drawings in this work, there are views from the distant eminences, which are particularly fine, in which the broad bosom of the Potomac forms the background. The effect of the building is also remarkably imposing when the snow is on the ground, and the whole structure rising from a field of snow with its dazzling whiteness looks like some admirable creation of the frost. All architecture, however, is very much improved by the presence of a multitude of people, and the capital looks its best on the day of inauguration. The following description written after viewing the ceremony of Mr. Van Buren's induction into office will give an idea of the effect of this solemnity on the architecture. The sun shone out of heaven without a cloud on the inaugural morning. The air was cold, but clear and life-giving and the broad avenues of Washington for once seemed not too large for the thronging population the crowds who had been pouring in from every direction for several days before ransacking the town for but a shelter from the night were apparent on the spacious sidewalks and the old campaigners of the winter seemed but a thin sprinkling among the thousands of new and strange faces the sun shone alike on the friends and opponents of the new administration and as far as one might observe in a walk to the capital all were made cheerful alike by its brightness It was another augury perhaps and may foretell a more extended fusion under the light of the luminary new risen in a whole day passed in a crowd composed of all classes and parties i heard no remark that the president would have been unwilling to hear i was at the capitol a half hour before the procession arrived and had leisure to study a scene for which i was not at all prepared the noble staircase of the east front of the building leaps over three arches under one of which carriages pass to the basement door and as you approach from the gate the eye cuts the ascent at right angles and the sky broken by a small spire at a short distance is visible beneath broad stairs occur at equal distances with corresponding projections and from the upper platform rise the outer columns of the portico with ranges of columns three deep extending back to the pilasters i had often admired this front with its many graceful columns and its superb flight of stairs as one of the finest things i had seen in the world like the effect of the assembled population of rome waiting to receive the blessing before the front of saint peter's however the assembled crowd on the steps and at the base of the capitol heightened inconceivably the grandeur of the design they were piled up like the people on the temples of babylon in one of martin's sublime pictures every projection covered, and an inexpressible soul and character given by their presence to the architecture. Boys climbed about the bases of the columns, single figures stood on the posts of the surrounding railings in the boldest relief against the sky, and the whole thing was exactly what Paul Veronese would have delighted to draw. I was in the crowd thronging the opposite side of the court and lost sight of the principal actors in this imposing drama till they returned from the Senate chamber. A temporary platform had been laid and railed in on the broad stair, which supports the portico and for all preparation for one of the most important and most meaning and solemn ceremonies on earth for the inauguration of a chief magistrate over a Republic of 15 millions of free men. The whole addition to the open air and the presence of the people was a volume of holy writ in comparing the impressive simplicity of this consummation of the wishes of a mighty people with the ceremonial and hollow show which embarrass a corresponding event in other lands it was impossible not to feel that the moral sublime was here that a transaction so important and of such extended and weighty import could borrow nothing from drapery or decoration and that the simple presence of the sacred volume consecrating the act spoke more thrillingly to the heart than the trumpets of a thousand heralds. The crowd of diplomatists and senators in the rear of the columns made way, and the ex-president and Mr. Van Buren advanced with uncovered heads. A murmur of feeling rose up from the moving mass below, and the infirm old man emerged from a sick chamber, which his physician had thought it impossible he should leave, bowed to the people, and still uncovered in the cold air, took his seat beneath the portico mr van buren then advanced and with a voice remarkably distinct and with great dignity read his address to the people when the address was closed the chief justice advanced and administered the oath as the book touched the lips of the new president there arose a general shout an expression of feeling common enough in other countries but drawn with difficulty from an american assemblage The sons and immediate friends of Mr. Van Buren then closed around him. The ex-president and others gave him the hand in congratulation, and the ceremony was over. End of View of the Capitol at Washington